2: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you with a press conference recap. That's right. It's been three months, a little more than three months since I've done a press conference recap uh, when Coach Tomlin uh, addressed the media just after the um the the end of the 2021 season, and this one, month It was Monday. It was one o'clock. This was both Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert addressing the media ahead of the 2022 NFL draft. Now, disclaimer: If you're someone who was trying to listen to the to the press conference when it happened, I'll go ahead and say it now. Uh, I'm not sure why you're listening to this because you heard it yourself. Um, but. If you were if if you were you had the same issue I did the first three and a half minutes of the press conference had no audio. they had no audio. I even waited to 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 get this out to see if I could get that audio could not get that audio. I did try to fill in the gaps as much as I could from reporters who were there of what was missed so i'm going to start off with that and 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 some of those things this might be a little bit more general than what I sometimes dive into, but I have to go with what I have um Coach Tomlin and Kevin Colbert, it doesn't say which one necessarily said which. I will differentiate those from the things that I heard, but is that they both feel good about the prep for this year? They feel like they're much more prepared this year than they were the last few seasons, mainly because they had the whole process. They had the Senior Bowl, they had the combine, they had pro days, they had in, uh, individual players in. In person visits, they did not have those the last two years um, as a whole uh, because of the pandemic. So they feel really good about that process. Um, that they they said that they uh they 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 they'll start reaching out this week after this press conference to other teams just to see if other teams. What they're looking for, if they're wanting to trade up or trade down or whatnot, start that open communication with with some other franchises to see what's available out there. Um, we'll come back about that. There was a there was a a good question asked about you know possibilities to trade up or trade down in years past and whether they came through. Um, they talked about the quarterback and it being necessary for them to look more extensively at quarterback because of Ben Roethlisberger's retirement. That was simply a position where they needed to look. Coach Tomlin did mention a little bit more about that um, when it gets into the stuff that I actually heard myself. If you hear that paper turning in the background, that is me ready with those other notes when the audio kicked on um, and there they go. They were talking about quarterback and they were, and the question was about, you know, is there more of a need for the Steelers to draft a quarterback now with the passing of Dwayne Haskins? Mike Tomlin says they've been paying their proper respects and they have not been considering – Um, anything with the Dwayne Haskins situation from a business standpoint, they just want to be there more for support for the family and not worry about the football business side of it right now. When it comes to free agency, coach Tomlin says that they feel like they've addressed all the needs that they're not going to have to reach positionally. There was also another question there that was difficult to hear, but it was about the center position and, um, and that they're, that 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 where they are right now the steelers I'm pretty sure this was um um kevin cooper that was saying is that they they want to allow the situation at center to play out they added some free agent pieces with they didn't say specifically but you know mason cole james daniels has been a center before they want to let that play out it's not like they're looking for that position In the draft is what they implied. They didn't say it specifically, but that's kind of what they implied. But they did have they did talk about, you know, having a best um, available philosophy. Kevin Colbert says, you know, using the free agency to fill the holes, then then position does come into play when two players are very close with the, if they have two players close in their scoring and their, va- in their evaluation, that if one is a position that the Steelers are a little bit short on and another one's one where they're, where they feel like they have a very deep room, they're going to take the other player, but it's really only when it comes down to one that's very, very close is what um, he was saying, how they ultimately want to do it. Okay. And they have to understand that needs can change instantly. Needs can change instantly me throwing this in defensive line is a prime example. That was a huge need last year as the, as the season went on because of how everything changed with, with the Stefan Tuitt being unable to play Tyson Alawalu going down in week two, that changed very fast that that went from um, a, a deep position to a position of need. And sometimes we forget that if the Steelers are getting those players back, that could then again, be a deep position. There's some, People out there that insist that the Steelers must go defensive line high in this draft, they don't have to go defensive line at all if they don't want to. If they're confident in Tyson Alualu returning and Stephon Tuitt getting back into the fold, which we will talk about here shortly, then that's on them to know what they have. That's not just reacting to what happened last year. Isn't really what's going to be driving things forward with the Steelers. Um, they were asked about uh, wide receiver contracts and how they've kind of exploded and, and what, you know, how that affects things with how the Steelers offer contracts. And Kevin Colbert said something very interesting. He says that, that bottom line is you have to get your top three rounds in the NFL draft to be starters. Your players taking the first three rounds have to be starters. He says it costs too much to replace them. If you have someone that's on that rookie deal for four years that you're expecting to come in and be a starter. Now, I've lied out a lot of times, a lot of times those third round players aren't starters year one, but maybe more in year two and definitely by year three is what you want to see. But if you have someone that's not doing any of that, those things, and you have to f- replace that in free agency, that gets expensive. And that was a very good point to put it that way. I'm glad he said it. Um, so that was more about paying the players. Um, uh, for paying their own players, Kevin Colbert says, they need to exceed expectations. Uh, they were asked about uh, bringing in Terrell Edmonds. Um, Kevin Colbert said they were open and honest with each other throughout the process. Um, neither knew what the market would be. um and, and that, um, just having this, um, come in as, you know, acquiring getting Edmonds back, you know, it doesn't mean that it's going to change what they would or wouldn't do necessarily do in the draft. Um, it's just, you know, filling in that last starting spot. Um, they were asked about scouting, uh, the quarterback position. I know a lot of these quotes I have earlier are Kevin Colbert. Um, but don't worry, we'll get to a lot of Mike Tomlin. He says that, that QB is the most critical position and they have to get it right. Okay. Um, it says they may add one in the draft. They may not add one in the draft. What's more important is getting it right. Or as I like to say, not getting it wrong. Um, so they're just, they're, 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 that's just what they're saying with their whole due diligence. Mike Tomlin says it's not an irregular process to get a feel of the pool within the pool. He mentioned last year about how they were really, um, getting the, you know, getting a feel for the running backs because that was a pool within the pool they were looking for. Um, doesn't mean that they necessarily, what they would have done had that option not been there, but it's really nothing out of the ordinary to have one position that they look at over the other, to get a good feel just because of, Things that happened in the offseason. I mean, think about it. The Steelers, they were moving on from James Conner. They didn't really have anyone there. It made sense to pay attention to running backs last year. Ben Roethlisberger retired. It makes sense to pay attention to quarterbacks this year. Doesn't mean they have to go there. Um, let's see. I lost my place. Here we go. Um, Colbert was, you know, or actually Coach Tomlin was asked about Kevin Colbert leaving, um, and he said he tried not to think about it and how it's just been a pleasure to work with him um, in his time with the Steelers. Uh, They were asked about running back depth. Uh, Mike Tomlin says that he feels that, you know, Benny Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland are capable backups. He didn't talk about them starting. He said backups, and he talked about Snell from a – special team standpoint and what they would expect there. Then he went on to say McFarland not as much because of his availability. Just thought it was interesting that he made sure he brought that up. Um, They were asked about getting a dynamic defender. um, And coach Tomlin says, um, that, well, the question, the way it was asked was, you know, for the draft to fall in a way where you could get a dynamic defender that you might've thought you might not have been able to get. And coach Tom says, it's, it's fruitless to speculate what others will do. If that dynamic person is going to be right there for you. He was also asked, this is, I said, I would get to it. He was asked about Stefan to it. If there was any update and coach Tom says no updates, he's doing well. They tried to ask if he was at phase one and he said, no updates. That was his constant answer. So, um, but he, but when he says he's doing well, I know that means from a personal standpoint, um, or at least that's the way I understand it. Um, and, and, and that's good to know that, um, that, the coach Tomlin is, you know, at least checking in from a personal standpoint. Um, uh, oh, Kevin Colbert was asked kind of the same thing that Coach Tomlin was a few questions ago about, you know, stopping to smell the roses. And he says, now I'm focused on getting things right. Um, the, the They asked if, because of the pandemic and how things have changed, if they changed up their in, their in person visits, if they do things differently now because you know they were in Zoom before, Coach Tomlin says once again he says it we don't change for sake of changing, but he said there was some things that they were able to figure out and where you know Zoom is appropriate to to do some of these things. Um, They were asked about having seven quarterbacks in the building for in-person visits. Mike Tomlin um, says um, there was not a strong enough opinion during those visits to change his mind. So in other words, he's kind of, they kind of have an idea of what they're going to do with that, you know, with those players, um, having them in the building didn't really change what it was that they were already thinking about them. Um, so uh, sometimes I'm just trying to read, read my writing as I was writing this, um, um, that, oh, that if there was, that there was any past times, um, where this was the one I, I mentioned before, where the Steelers could have moved in the first round and didn't. And Kevin Colbert says, it's an awful lot to recall over the last 20 years. And coach Tomlin interjects in the middle of it and said every year. So in other words, every year that the Steelers have had the option to move up or move down, but it's at what cost? Um, and Kevin Colbert um, says that's what it comes down to—is what it'll cost. Um, he, he likes to talk about you know, you know, Troy Polamalu, Santonio Holmes when they moved up. He said moving up won them a Super Bowl. Okay, when trading back uh, with Casey Hampton, they had three players that they were really happy with any three of those players. So moving back where they knew they could still get any of those players. And he even said they still had the top one. They were able to do it. If they don't have three players they they like, they're not moving back three spots. If the Steelers want to move back eight spots, they have to have eight players they would like or he's not going to do it. That's the way Kevin Colbert says it. And he said that for a while. Um he was asked about his favorite drafts, Kevin Colbert was. And he said ones, one, he said it was hard to say any one over the other. He says, but drafts that helped us win Super Bowls was his favorite. Um, so then there um was asked about the whole thing with evaluating quarterbacks and how there, you know, a lot of misses. They even have a sec a former second overall pick in their in their locker room now. Um, say That really, how can you evaluate them properly, or do you just go on your gut? Um, Kevin Colbert says, the important thing is they saw all of the quarterbacks live multiple times this year, okay? Um, and and So the thing is, is how are they going to handle playing in Pittsburgh, a big football town? And Coach Tomlin says... um, Um, some things are just personality related with, with those type of things, because, um, to make sure that they're, that it's the right fit for them to be in Pittsburgh more than just the skill set. A lot of it goes into the quarterback position. Okay. Um, then, um, the coach Tom was asked about, um, making a change, a positive, like Kevin Colbert, moving on Ben Roethlisberger retiring. And, uh, he says he didn't see it any different than any other years. Cause there's always going to be a change. The fact that this year's were big changes, he's just still trying to, 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 to treat it like all the other changes. Um, they were asked about, um, the defensive back position and how um, they've kind of become a lot of hybrid players. Um, coach Tomlin says that, you know, you see that specialization they used to say, Oh, is is a guy, you know, nickel capable or dime capable. Um, that's what they did 20 years ago. Now they are, there are guys that are just specifically nickel or specifically dime and, and, that it hasn't evolved, um, during his time in the NFL. Um, he also said a lot of, when it comes to any player to evaluate stuff, a lot of times you're just looking at the ceiling versus the floor. You know, what are you going to get at the bottom level? What could they possibly give you at their top level? And that's, that's one of the biggest things that comes into, um, p- um choosing to draft a player. Um, uh, Kevin Colbert was asked if you know, other than winning a Super Bowl, how exciting is the draft? And Kevin Colbert says the first round is very exciting. He'd love it if it was all done in one day, though. Um, then there were um, they were Kevin Colbert had mentioned something in the past at the combine about you know still you know want still want to use some fresh ideas, and he says how the uh, um, the analytical world is getting big, but it, it will not overtake evaluation, the analytics versus the evaluation. And he's, cause he said he, he didn't say these words, but this is how I summed it up. Analytics need context. You can talk about the numbers and everything all you want. What Kevin Colbert said is what was going on on that Saturday when this happened, you know, so when, and, invo- and, and when you're evaluating prospects. Um, I thought that was, that was pretty good and pretty important. Um, wide receiver was, was another one, you know, they talked about the defensive back hybrids and the specialization same with wide receivers versus the slot versus the outside. And coach Tomlin said, you know, versatility component is highly valued. That, that, uh, someone that could play inside or outside, you know, that, that, that's really good. That's something that they really like. Um, so then they were talk about um, their routine in the draft process that they had together when they were out on the road. And Coach Tomlin says, uh, we eat a lot. That <laughs> was his answer. Just the two of them together and whenever they're eating with prospects. He asked if there was anywhere specific he likes. He said he's a big sweet tea guy. So there is a certain area of the country um, where the sweet tea is the best. Um, that's just how he left it. Uh, they were asked about the most important quarterback trait. Um, if there is one uh, Mo, uh, coach Tom says that he hasn't, you know, looked at one, um, in, in particular, he says, um, it's, it, it's the ultimate competitor position. So just the fact that you're willing to do it and running with it is valuable right there It tells you about your competitiveness just by being a quarterback. Um, and then to, um, that to finish it up, they were asked about do they guess about what other teams might do, which to me and other and those of us covering the draft, you would think is really important. Oh, is this team interested in a quarterback? If they are, and we want a quarterback, and we might want to move ahead of them, is this team interested in in an offensive lineman? If they do you know, that's where we're going to go. You know, I just look at something like the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of people are like, oh man, they could really use, you know, oh, if, if this defensive player was there for them, they're going to grab them. Not if the right offensive lineman's there for them, because they really need more help there. It's all specific to teams. So they were asking about, do you look at and try to get a grasp of what others might do? And Kevin Colbert's answer was, we used to do, we used to do mocks like 10 years ago. We don't anymore because it was a waste of time. It was just a waste of time to sit through and go through with the process of mocking what every other team would do. And instead he's explained this in the past, uh, but he explained it again. And I, I really enjoy it is they mock themselves. They say, okay, if we had the first overall pick, this is who we would take. There's the first person on their board. All right. We have the second overall pick that player's gone. Who would we take? And they will have 20 players ready to go for Thursday night. Of course they'll, they'll, they'll be beyond that. But, For that, but uh, you know, but that was just looking at how the first round falls, and I I thought that was pretty interesting and pretty insightful, even though I I had heard it from him before, is that yeah, you might have an idea, he won't say it. They might have an idea of what positions of needs other teams have, but they're not going to go through and do a full mock because it's just such a waste. And, and I've seen this so much too. I, I've covered mock drafts. I do the mock draft Monday articles. I sum everything up. You know, I did a mock draft with the live chat on the Skillborough show last week. And the thing is with, with mock drafts, it's very rare that any of them get the top five picks Correct. And any pick that deviates in the top five could change everything. that's the That's the beauty of the real NFL draft. You can mock and speculate all you want. But it's going to be rare that people get it all right through five. Then are those same five going to get them all right through 10 and that could change everything still, especially with the Steelers down at 20. So that sums up, uh, the press conference. Don't know when we'll have another press conference again. I mean, we'll, we'll get press conferences specifically with each player selected in the draft because we're covering the draft as well. You'll be getting breaking news podcasts from me with every pick probably before the press conferences are out. Um, so that won't necessarily be covering the press conference. That'll be covering the selection. Um, other than that, it's here we go. The draft is upon us. This is great. It's finally here. We can. I'm ready for the speculation to be done. and just know who the Steelers have that are going to be in black and gold next season. So as I always say to finish it up, go Steelers. It is Ryan here,
1: and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?